Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSEZ. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. It is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 30th, and my special guest today is the bricklayer. He is back. The dumb bricklayer of TikTok fame is back with me. Bricklayer, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. Never seems like an hour is enough with us. So uh, thanks for having me back, Kramer. Back more. Well, uh, it was, it was <laughs> the last time we were back, we, uh, we caused quite a furor. So l- let's get into that deeper. Um, for those of you who don't remember, uh, over the last few weeks, I've been making a big, um, a big issue about Q not being real. And in my opinion, how dangerous Q and the Q movement is in that there's this entity that no one knows about. There's no accountability to and yet they have the power of moving a, a great group of people in the nation to do something possibly uh, for nefarious reasons. And so when I started looking at it from that standpoint, I said, okay, there's, there's, there's got to be somebody that starts talking about this. Well, why not me? And then I found a, a group of, of, of supporters as well. And Bricklayer, you were one. You came out. You don't believe in the Q phenomena. And uh, you made that opinion known. And then all of a sudden you said you knew who Q was. And yeah. who, did, who, did, who did you claim Q was? That would be you, sir. And I have solid evidence to it. All the pieces fit. And, and, that, and that was you, really fun, though. That was fun. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And, and what's interesting out of this, uh, not an exercise, but what we realized is how we could bring this forward to people and show how they get played, is that you can play a group of people based on an ideology. And when they get locked into it strong, you can really play them. And that's what's dangerous. And what Bricklayer and I have done is based on science, and that's why we would like to talk to Mrs. Bricklayer. Mrs. Bricklayer, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. And the reason we want to talk to you is because you are uniquely qualified to talk on this subject of mass psychosis or ideology, uh, locked ideology or cultism, correct? Yes. Yes, very much and so. Give me, give me your background and qualifications as to why you're qualified to speak on this. Well, I became interested in psychology and and things of that nature due to my mom's mental illness. Um, But I spent my teenage years in the system, you know, huge group home, 150, 200 kids, ages 2 to 18. Um, I've been in aspects of the medical field for over 23 years, Uh, began as a medical assistant, got my associate's degree in that, bachelor's in allied health management, professional certified coach. Um, My specialty was uh, with people in poverty. Um, now I've got my master's degree in social work, licensed in two states. Um, my big specialization, though, is in trauma. Um, taught mental health first aid uh, for several years. Have just had a really eclectic career, um, doing everything from assisting with autopsies. Um, my clients complained a lot less back then than they do <laughs> now. Um, worked with spinal cord injuries. Again, very poverty-focused work. Um, right. Lots and lots of work in the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, but these days I devote my time to a real specific branch of healthcare related social work, doing lots of chronic illness and of life related assessments and counseling. So um, just see 
see lots of group think in my line of work um, and well, have for years. So it, it, It's exciting to have to talk to you. And it was interesting that when Bricklayer and I first started talking about this and just looked at the, um, the outrage that some people had about what we had said and done, it, it, it all of a sudden dawned on me that, well, they just got played. They don't realize mm-hmm. that their cognitive dissonance is so outraged because they're locked into an ideology and cannot question it themselves. And they cannot allow anyone else to question it. Is that dangerous? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Well, the biggest thing is I think the driving force between whether it's Q or any other of these, these mass psychosis, these, these group thinking type of principles is their, their core premise is we program you to be an outcast so we can accept you. Right. And when it comes down to that, you're, you're getting into dangerous territory. Right. Because anything's possible. They can be um, guided wherever this, uh, this person or group that's guiding them wants them to go, correct? Oh, And yeah. it wouldn't take more than just a couple of drops to say, you know, cue drops to say, do this, do this. And you could have a large group of people reacting to those drops. Right. And those, those drops, I, I think there's there's four fundamental drops with with this phenomenon, with with most religions, frankly, um, anything like this. Uh, first thing they've got to do is convince you of a deficit. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it's knowledge, salvation, uh, freedom, better life. You know, there's always some convince you that there's a deficit of some, t- some type. You're yes. the victim of something. Yeah. And with Q, it's you have a deficit of knowledge. And then that, that brings me to that second drop, which they alone hold the answer. Right. They hold the key to fixing that deficit. But then they go into creating that feeling of acceptance because we gave you that, that right. drop of knowledge. And right. so now you're not at a deficit anymore. Right. You're part of a whole, yeah, right. like you said, included. But then they continually reinforce that they alone and now you are the holders of that answer. And so everybody else is inferior and everybody else is deficient. And they're and out then, and they're out of the loop. You're on the yes. inside. Everyone else is on the outside looking in now. Yes. And potentially a threat to you now because you have this knowledge. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've and you know, as we talk about this, I'd like to remind everyone this is not Q specific. This is um, uh, religions. Um, the left uses it mm-hmm. when you when you run into these. Uh, I think I just cut out there. The people that uh, bark at you to answer your questions, they are in that same sort of group. And there's a science behind it. And there are very evil people that use this silence, this, this science to get what they want. Yeah. Well, the, the manipulation, that's what it is. And that's that's what I I. Some of the things that we're talking about <laughs> um, are part of advertising and marketing. They're tools that I utilize on a daily basis. So uh, it's funny to me when I recognize other um, influencers and so on on social media that have a presence, I can recognize these same tactics being used. There's a way we talk. There's a way we deliver. There's a reason why we do the, what we do. And for many people, it's called the it factor, right? You've, you know, bricklayers got it. Um, I, I recognize it in other people. It's it, it's it's the the way that they portray themselves. Well, if you can garner that, um, and and you've got a nefarious purpose in mind, what would be the first step, second step, third step, and so on? What kind of path would you direct uh, if you were going to use these skill sets for nefarious reasons? How would you guide people down a path? What would those first steps be? I think the first, I think the steps to that process and the steps for dealing with people who are already in it 
-hmm. are exactly the same. And it's, it's, it's the same basic qualities for, for every human being. There's psychology principles, marketing, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. coaching, social work, regardless. It's always this same linear kind of remembering, if you will, that people always have something in common. You have yeah. to appeal to that or make them have something in common. So an as, us, no, it's always an us versus them. They create yes. an us versus them mentality at the get go. Yes, yes. And, you know, back to, to your marketing example, you, you sell a project, a product rather, by creating exclusivity. We right. have this. Right. You want it. They yeah. don't have it. Right. Um, but then there's also, and it, it can be very, very innocent, but it can also be super dangerous, is that people are inquisitive. Tweak that interest. I want to know more. Tell me mm -hmm. more. And mm -hmm. then you feed that, that desire for more. You keep on coming back. Well, which is one of the reasons that that's one of the tactics that TikTok uses themselves. Yes. It's the continual reward of information, what you want to see, how you get more and more eye candy in front of you. So TikTok is using the exact same tactics that we're talking about do in their sales presentation of their product. Do they though? Because I have not gotten a lot of information from wagging butts. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a deficit being filled there. It's just there is a deficit being filled. <laughs> it's not the knowledge deficit. <laughs> right. <laughs> we won't you know, go into it, what's getting filled. It there. really doesn't <laughs> it really doesn't matter who I follow and who follows me or what kind of content I interact with. It's always like one out of five videos they have to throw that. Well yeah, because that, they've still got it. They, they they that's the main thing that they sell there. That's their product. Yeah. It is youth, right? Youth and what's new. They're the outsiders. We're the old crodgy ones, right? We're the ones saying, I'll get those kids off of here. Oh, right. some, some of those shaking butts are not as youthful as one would want. <laughs> fact. That is a fact. In fact, it's just sad is what it is. And, and again, it gets us back to what we've talked about. When you get the first woman on there that got some kind of feedback of positivity about her body, as bad as it may be, and her looks, as unbeautiful as she may be, she took that and created a brand new community because she saw other, other, other women that were in the exact same position said, I can get um, uh, affirmation from being on this app and I may have to degrade myself a little bit, but then I'll be inside this group. And then they go and protect each other. Well, it's a right. You should be able to do this. There's nothing wrong with it because that builds. And, and so that's what we're talking about here. It's the same exact approach on all all levels. Mm -hmm. You see well, it happening time and time again. Yeah. Well, I mean, all humans at the end of the day have this basic need to be heard and seen and valued slash validated. Right. And you get that filled. It, it becomes, it's like a drug for many yep. people, um, especially in this kind of very spread out and isolated world, you know, that, that need for that validation can become such a driving force. Everyone needs to be in a tribe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Except for those of us who don't. There are some yeah. of us who don't. And, and, and that brings us to an interesting subject. I, I've talked to a ton of people about this, is that um, when, when I went on to TikTok, for example, and things blew up, I had already been, that, been through that before in my life. So I've been in media my entire life. I, I'm, I've been on stage. I've been all the validation I got early on in my career. So I'm really used to it. It's not something new to me. Um, so I approach it from a different standpoint. Um, it looks like bricklayer at your age, you're at the same point, you know, 
when when you blow up, you don't take it all that serious. It's yeah, no fucks given. Have fun with, right? Well, no I'm, fucks given. It's a lot of fun to have. I'm um, far, far, far younger, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you rob the cradle there? <laughs> Not even a little bit. We're the, we're almost the same age, but I have to give my that. wife's a year older. I always claim that she ripped me out of the cradle. Um, no, she's she's just too young. Uh, two years. Yeah, two yeah, years younger. Two. Well, the 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 point that I'm making is that. Um, when you when you get some type of notoriety, and it to your point, Mrs. Bricklayer, it it um, it'll if you get that in the wrong mindset, and all of a sudden you've got notoriety, and you think that you have authority and power, even in small communities, how dangerous is that? Oh yeah, exactly. Um, and you know when you consider people grow from that connection, and people are constantly seeking value. It, it moves me into the next point, which is that people always act in their own interest too. Yep. And so when you're feeding this and, and feeding an existing psychosis, if you will, right. um, it, it can lead to, to violence, frankly, with the us versus them. If someone else is always looked at as the enemy, then, then their life doesn't matter as much as right. yours. You know, right. their, their right to be, doesn't equal yours and therefore they're inferior and can be disposed of if you have the right mindset, you know? And it could be also that this continual seeking of validation would lead people to do things and, and say things that may not necessarily be true. Oh, absolutely. Lies about absolutely. other people, even about themselves, just to get that validation. Yeah, but things that are not true become true. And I'm using, you know, air quotes right. here. They become true just by virtue of enough people believing in them. And so if you create this truth for yourself and then gain that notoriety, then suddenly your truth becomes a truth all of its, all on its own, whether or not it has any basis in actual fact or actual Well, for reality. example, right now, what we're talking about men and women that a man can be a woman if he just says he's a woman or a woman can be a man if she says she's a man. In that cult, in that tribe, they believe that that's the truth, that they are now men are men, um, women are men, men are, they can, the, the labels no longer matter. She's in that cult. There, <laughs> there is a lot of science there that I have studied very, very deeply. And I do a ton of work with the transgender community specifically. She's coming for you. And it's not, not as cut and dried as it seems to be where my, yeah, um, it is, it, it's not, um, it, it truly is let me not. Let's go into biology real quick. Let's go into biology real quick. Mm -hmm. Can, can a stalk of corn identify as anything other than a stalk of corn? No. Okay. So if a, if, a, if a corn can't identify as anything else but corn, you know that there are female and male versions of corn, right? And that you have to plant correctly and there's things that you have to do to make sure that one impregnates the other. And the male version never gets impregnated, even in the plant world. So where do we draw the line? Is, is, a, is a man a man? And that's a biological affirmation of what we call a man. And a woman is a woman. I mean, if I go and if I go and I cut the leaves off of the corn stalk and I call it a rose now, regardless of how hard we try, that, that stalk of corn will never grow a rose. 
ever. Yeah, I definitely see your point. And that that's one thing that that both um, sets me apart in the very community that I work with, mm-hmm. work in, but also brings up a point that I want to share with you. So the, there's two things. For one, with um, with with the the gender issue specifically, so mm-hmm. many things have become conflated that and definitions changed. I might add, but um, so many things have got, become conflated. Well, definitions. I'm sorry. I'm going to jump back. Here. In my view, the, the the definitions have been changed to make it easier on the people who are making the point that they can be whatever they want to be. For those of us who are saying, no, it's always been locked in stone. These are truisms. We haven't changed any definitions. We've been locked with our definitions as they are. The only people that are changing definitions are the ones who want fluidity. Definitions are not being changed by those who are going men are men and women are women. But but they are because they're conflating issues. Is your definition of a man based entirely on secondary sexual characteristics, for example? Does your definition of a man mean having a penis, for example? Does your definition of Y chromosome. Okay. There are women with Y chromosomes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, there are women who are born without uterus. So this this is what's interesting. You've aligned with a group think that allows you the flexibility to change the definitions. You've aligned with an ideology just like the Q people have. No different. Right? Is that there's a thinking that there's a falsehood that men do not get pregnant. No man has ever no man has ever pushed a child out of his penis. Not one time. I can guarantee you the first time it happens, it'll be the last time. And that dude will be the richest guy on the face of the earth. And and we haven't seen any females ever impregnate a male. Ever. Not once. That uh that group thinking is also on the other side. I've seen it because of the work she does. Right. Where um Again, it's it's people that haven't learned to not give a shit. Right. That are um, they're fighting too hard. It's become extremist. Right. Right. And and so it, almost everything in life, I've noticed that there's always this this kind of counterbalance of craziness on any topic. And that group. Well, it's like is, what's is, happening is, right now with the flat world, uh, globe world argument that's happening oh, yeah. across social media. Right. And again, those people have dug into their ideology so tough that they haven't asked the one important question. Why does it matter? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Right. We started with <laughs> the other day. This guy was going, he was going, well, the globe is supposed to be this and, 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 and the math. And he was getting all the math. He goes, it doesn't, it doesn't equate. Okay. So a group that's big enough to make you think that the flat earth is a globe. You're going to trust their math. And everything else that they give you, you're going to trust that information. Yeah, uh, you got to pick one or the other. You can't you can't live in this world and say, okay, they've they've made everything a lie, and then say, well, pick these as truths. Well, um, I don't I, I don't have, have to move pick forward those. with truths. I don't have to pick those because how's that affect my dinner? I'm not going to space. I, I'm yeah. I'm not putting a satellite up. I, I'm not doing any of that. I don't give two shits. So it's an argument that doesn't make. But the arguments are the same there. So Mrs. Bricklayer, is there any difference when I mean, when they get locked into something like that? Because I, I like to pride myself on the fact that I look at everything from two, two is you know, the, it, what is true and what isn't true. 
and and I try to go through. I don't. I, I I think it's why I I'm one of those people who don't align with groups. I'm not a tribalist. I don't belong to any specific group. I float among all of them. Wait, this is this is the guy who's making a tribe right now. Mm-hmm. So he can just be the leader. That's what he's saying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed it out. I'm too new to the game, but yeah, I was oh, he's putting, that. <laughs> he's putting together a nice little networking website to, for yep. for the entire nation, so that people can get plugged in. He's looking for he's looking for people to lead uh, in their states. But I'm and not the leader. He's just trying to make it a nice little hub. Man, you got your you got your button on that power switch. That's uh, your sir. No, mine <laughs> yeah. is mine is 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 the George Washington model. I'm going to build it. And once it's built and it's doing its thing, I'm stepping away. Nice. I've, I've completed my mission. I do not intend to ride this and, and make it a power thing at all. I've done it for one simple reason. And, 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 and to your point, it is self-serving, right? I want to leave my country better than, than I found. Right. And right, right now that's not happening. And it's so to selfish make me and selfless. It's a selfish because I want to, I want to, I want to, I want a better America for my sons and my granddaughters and my unborn grandchildren. The children I don't even know yet. I want it to be better than I left it. And right now it's in a shitty position. So that that reason for me, it's selfish because that's what I want to do. Um, but at I'm the end be, of the I'm day, I'm going to be selfish. I got you need to, more people need to be more selfish. They, I they never, no, to, no, I never get this chance. I get to interview my own wife. Oh, do it. Oh, I got her in the hot seat. Uh, I'm curious. He He kind of touched on it. What are the commonalities on all these groups, everything from people right. talking sexuality, people, religious groups, what, what are the bare bones commonalities that we can identify oh, when a group there's like this? five in every single group, regardless, regardless of what it is. Um, there's always a central idea or doctrine belief system to rally around. Right. 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 They also always have a charismatic, yeah. Easy for me to say charismatic <laughs> leader. She's <laughs> well spoken so you know <laughs> leadership is not my forte <laughs> but yeah a charismatic leader of some right. sort to get that message across because a message doesn't spread unless you have someone to spread it right and right. you know and then always the group is very interested if not obsessive about bringing in new members it may not be an official part of their um their mission statement, if if you want to call it okay. that. Let me, let me take you back there. Can it be the other way around as well? Can it be done th that you can grow through secrecy? That's the that's the drive. Oh, absolutely. Because you 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 go after members, but some like the Masonic Lodge, I, I believe that you have to be asked to be. You can't just go, hey, I want to join, guys. Someone yeah. has to ask you. Is my understanding? Can yes. that be that exclusivity be an issue as well? Can that be a driver? Oh yeah, absolutely, and. For some, the, the very thing that draws them to wanting to be a part of it mm -hmm. is the secrecy and is the exclusivity. And, you know, that please, you know, for the love of whatever you deem holy, invite me so that I can be part of this. Right. Um, but there's even with the most secret groups, there's still a desire to create a bigger um in some cases, a bigger divide, um, but also a bigger layer of exclusivity. We need more to be like us so that there are more to be like them and, you know, continue that ball growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And the, but it, in every case, also all those who are out considered outside the group, whatever that right. looks like, all those who are outside the group are considered wrong. Right. They're inferior. They're in need of saving in right. some way by the group. And or it can a potential be threat. Or a yes. Threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can be something fairly innocent and innocuous, or it can be something, you know, that quickly becomes very, very gross, you know? Right. Um, and then in all cases, also questioning or disagreeing are discouraged at the very least. Right. Um, but typically punished by everything from threats of a loss of your station in that group. Right. Um, you know, on to, to your your status on earth or your status of right. life the after death. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, cancer, the truth um, of cancel culture. Yeah, ostracization, mm-hmm. um, some cases even corporal punishment, loss of life. I mean, I I was this close to being born in Isfahan, Iran. Wow. Um, the Shah fell and my parents had to get the heck out of Dodge. Right, right. Um, I often wonder how my life would be <laughs> considerably different. <laughs> you'd be wearing a burqa. What do you think you'd yeah, be doing? <laughs> I don't exactly fit the demographic. You right. know, I mean, my little Irish skin, um, I glow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the sun hits me. I don't cast a shadow. And, you know, again, it's the the otherness right. that can literally put your life in danger. And when right. you Need that that otherness and that desire for power that so many have, being the other can again can put you in direct danger. I've seen yeah. cults where they force um, the dad. He he kind of asks too many questions, and uh, they they force the wife to divorce him and take the kids. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. yep. Um, absolutely. Well, that, that, that happened. That happened a lot in the, the Jim Jones uh, cult. Mm-hmm. That happened, mm-hmm. and, and 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 to this day, um, still happens with inside Scientology. Scientology has a yeah. really strict policy. Uh, so okay. does the uh, uh, the Mormon Church and the um, oh the uh, what, what's the one that is the um, uh, that has the multiple wives? I know it's Mormonism, but it's it's an offshoot of Mormonism. Yeah, but they're the same um, exact way. Very community based. Um, you get shunned. Amish are the same way. Very mm-hmm. very. They want to keep that community tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the Children of God that started in California in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're not called that now. They've changed their name a couple of times. Um, they went to the Family of Love, and then now they're the Family International. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that's it's still the same group, and that's that's where hippies came from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, the anti-establishment, you know, the free love movements, all of that came from the um, from the Children of God. Yep. But um, that free love, what a lot of people don't want to acknowledge, that very much included children. Oh, yeah. And um, the second time that they changed their name, that that was one way to separate themselves from, yep. oh, we don't do that anymore. It was in the, <laughs> it was in the 80s. Right. But it wasn't about, you know, pedophilia was, and that being wrong right. was not why they stopped doing that. It was because they got so many STDs. And yeah. so they officially yeah. in the, well, 80s the, children, said, the children were getting the STDs. No, the, they didn't care about that. They cared about that the, that the adults that were propagating this free love with children were getting so many STDs that were like, you know, we, we better cut that out. Okay. And that was why the doctrine changed. 
Um, but they, to this day, and they are in, gosh, last I looked into it, 70, 75 countries, they are still, still around. Still and around. ideology is still there. And it may be the old practicers that are still saying, okay, we don't right. put it on paper anymore, but we still do it. You know, that, that's it. And again, this is another, <laughs> this is another thing that we've got going on in the country right now, because as much as there is a group of, and you have to think about it, we're looking, we're looking at the Q people as, oh, they're crazy, right? They're, 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 they're not, they're not thinking correctly. They could think better if they think, thought more like us, which does put us kind of into an us and them. Um, but in the process of doing that, we're at least questioning. Yes. And all of these, and all of these uh, groups, that's the number one thing you can't do is question or critique. Right. Right? And why right. is, why is it because it threatens the power base? It does. And it makes the power base question themselves. And if, um, you know, something that Brickline and I have, have talked about with Q specifically is what happens if, if Kramer is Q or, or somebody else completely is Q and comes, comes up and says, okay, I admit I'm Q. I'm still proud of it's that one. It's very, very, very. <laughs> well, I like the, I, well, I'm going to jump in. I, I like the person who actually just put Q in, in the place of the C. So it yes. sounds the same. And now yes. just Kramer with a Q. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, our our household refers to as Kramer. Um, <laughs> um, but it's very, very easy to follow an anonymous person or an anonymous idea, a faceless. Right. Um, right. A lot of religions are based upon a God you cannot see. Right. Or, you know, there, there may be representations, of course, um, but they're not sitting in front of you having a conversation. And the more that you become um, with a face, the more that you put a face in front of you, the easier it is to start questioning. Right. And so- Well, that's what we see with a lot of these cults is that that's the way that they fall is eventually there's enough outside pressure, maybe not internal pressure, but there's enough right. outside pressure questioning this leader um, that it forces everybody else to kind of in the group to go, okay, well, maybe this isn't, or it just collapses because they go to jail or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When you ask, if you give someone the right to ask a question, the first question may be easy. The mm -hmm. second one gets a little harder and pretty soon, no matter how long it may take a while, may not. You give somebody the right to ask questions. One day there's going to be a question you can't answer and your entire faith in, in ideology and right. a human, whatever the case can be shaken. And so let's shut down the questions from the get go. And I'm free to believe what I want. Well, one thing, one thing I've been seeing is, um, uh, uh, let, let me just go over this in case people don't know, because they've never been in that world, but um, on the far left, they have these little bubbles and they control the people in these bubbles yep, they and they push these people. Like if you're in this group, they'll tell you this weekend, we are going to protest. Yep. You need to put in your time. Yep. And, and if you don't, you get ostracized. Yep. Uh, they, they essentially, they're cracking the whip on your back to get out for the, for the flavor of the day. And you're not allowed to question. Um, They'll also trick you. If you do ask some questions, they kind of play with you. They'll send you to the news sources you can trust. Right. And mm -hmm. so you think you're informed, but you're completely blinded by what's right. going on. 
Well, because and, you can't believe anything else. All you can believe is what we give you. And, right. when, this is a lot. and, and talking about how something can crumble from outside pressure. Mm-hmm. I these these groups are getting quieter and quieter because they put a, a guy afraid of the Easter Bunny as their leader. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's 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 crumbling. I'm seeing a little bit of crumble happen here on the left because because of the bumbling idiot that they they're like let's follow him. Well, you follow well, him into the wrong door. <laughs> exactly. Well, they've given him blind allegiance. And and that's what I, I keep saying. And now there are some on the left that are saying, well, Joe's not our guy. We just had to put Joe in charge so that, you know, uh, you guys wouldn't take over and do all the crazy stuff. So let me ask you this. In, in, in the process of doing that, they're willing to put somebody in who's a weak leader, even maybe even a buffoon, just so they can get somebody else out. What kind of other nefarious evilness are they... Uh, uh, I mean, what examples do you have of where cults have gone sideways? Do you have any of those available well, other than Jim Jones? I was going to say, you you mentioned Jonestown. Um, look at the Manson family. Yep. There's a big one. Charismatic yep. leader, right? And, oh my gosh, that went downtown, uh, downtown, downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip there. Um, we won't say what city we're near, but you know, it's not quite that um, but the Branch Davidians are another one, right. David Koresh. Right. Um, a lot of people think that the Moonies of the you know 60s and 70s went away. Uh-uh. Yeah. They're, yep. they're actually really, really, really big. Um, yep. You just don't see them in the airport as much, you know. Yeah, um, yeah the Heaven's Gate Heaven's is Gate another one. Yep. Um, yeah, another one that of- ended in tragedy where the leader led them, what, uh, nearly 30, right? To kill themselves. I think it was nearly 30 people to kill themselves. because With they brand new that, shoes. With brand new <laughs> shoes on, new sweatshirt. You know, the spaceship is going to come and get you, but you need your oh, life. Yeah, it was uh, Comet, <laughs> Comet Hillbop. Yeah, Hillbop Comet. It was, it was Comet Hillbop. <laughs> and there, there's a spaceship in the tail. It's going to so in the tail. Here's some, following here's some new Nikes. Yep, right. need some new Nikes on you. Uh, because apparently they... Uh, the people that can that can you know trail behind a, a, a comet, um, they don't have any shoes. You're going to need to get those from Walmart before you well, go. You and want that's, to I mean, the that's floors on your new spaceship. But that that Bickler, that's that's what amazes me though, because that is one of those little details that gets put into a story, right? And they weave it in, and nobody questions it because of the way that it's put in. It's like these drops. And I, I think what becomes even more insidious and nefarious and just straight up gross is that it's not just the asking of questions, the doubt, the dissension that can get you ostracized. It's also silence. I experienced that myself a hugely, hugely, hugely is, you know, there were certain issues I either didn't have an opinion on or frankly didn't have the energy to devote myself to it. Right. And I was told if you do not speak up and in this manner, you are part of the problem. Yep. Yep. And I mean, that just, you know, as much as I have devoted my entire, not just career, but my life to helping people to be told I am part of the problem about killed me. Yep. It's, it's why you'll also see from coast to coast, all the social media, it, it's it's like squawking birds, just repeating the same message because it came down from on high. This is how we're going to talk about this topic right now. Well, I just, uh, go right ahead. Now I, they're go tying ahead. Christianity into the student loan forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. Someone yep. made the decision. This is how we're going to handle this matter. And now all the little parrots are out there repeating the message. Well, that's what I was watching right before I, uh, we jumped on here is a um, one of these. And I can't remember what the name of the group is. I'll, I'll get it and I'll bring it back up and I'll put it up in here in, in the details if I can find it. Um, I, I, I think the name of the group is called Demstack. D-E-M-S-T-A-C-K. Demstack. And what it is, is that it's the, it's the hub stack type mentality. And what they do is they've got one leader in a region and that leader disseminates information to that region. And they all have multiple TikTok social media accounts. They put out the same message in different forms on all of those from one person. That one person is being led by somebody else because this is a huge organization. Mm-hmm. And so when you wonder about how do you get uh, all of a sudden, you know, Martha, your next door neighbor, is sharing the exact same thing that, you know, Joe, the guy at the head of the party is sharing, and he's in D.C. How, do, how does she have it within just an hour? Well, it's because of all these other little subgroups that is part of that network that is is just putting out this, disseminating this information on a regular basis. And to their group with inside that bubble, they think this is the truth. I think that circles back onto uh, what the wife said as far as if uh – you get enough people to believe your version of the truth. Now yep. it's become truth on its own. Um, it's yep. very, it's very much like a lot of people know, um, have had the unfortunate experience to run into an abusive little narcissist that I've noticed. They always have the same pattern that they'll, they'll tell a lie to 10 people. Mm-hmm. And the, the people, you get one or two people to believe the lie and so they go to another group of 10 and say, not only do I know this, but you can ask Jim and Tony. They know right. it too. Right. And they ignore the eight that called. Confirmation. Right. And they ignore the eight that, that called BS. Mm-hmm. And then they build up this little army. Yep. And now their truth is the truth. And they'll even, they'll even bring those people into court to be like, oh, yeah. But it all comes from that one person's lying little mouth. Yep. Well, it's the bully mentality. It's what I keep going over. I, you know, I, I keep going back that life hasn't changed since fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Everything's the same. It's just on a much larger scale, right? Um, the people that were bullies in those grades are still bullies today. They just do it a different way. Uh, the, the kid that was a jock, he's still good at sports. Or he's still athletic. You know, those things did not change when we grew up. They just went to bigger scale. And so one of the reasons I say that I don't really associate with any group in particular is because we move so much. I, I didn't go to one school for an entire year the entire time I went to school. I went to at least two schools a year my entire education until I got to college. Some of the most disgusting people I've run into in life are the people who were being bullied and, oh, then, yeah. and then it's decided and yeah. then decided to be the bully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They are they're oh. the they're the worst ones because now they're getting even. It's not just yeah. about being a bully, it's now about getting even. Again, us and them. And to them, everyone else is a them. Everybody's a them. Yeah. Yes. Right? They're Absolutely. they're at war with everyone. Um, and that's what we've got with the toxic left. We've got it with the toxic right. They do the exact same thing, they utilize the same strategies and the same tactics. Um, they're no different than each other. They just have a different belief structure and what they believe in. But my point is, is that I believe that those people that I hate bullies because I I saw what they were capable of doing. Now I got big enough to where they left me alone for the most part. Um, But there was a three or four year period there that, you know, I I had to be a little scrapper, but here's what you learn about bullies. and, and, And tell me if I'm wrong here. 
the best way to stop a narcissist in their tracks is to punch him in the fucking mouth. <laughs> is that the, now that that's not the, that that's not the nicest way to do it, but I, I'm saying that in, 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 in a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade mentality. She, she saw me. We had a, uh, we were at a, a parade and, uh, had some guy that decided he would be a traffic cop. He was trying to hold the spot. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just free parking on the street. And so he, he tried to block my friend's car and oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> he was off that fucking road real quick. <laughs> she got to witness that. I got lots of kisses that night. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing, right? Then this is what, this is just, it's, it's my theory. There's no science behind it. It's just from observation. But to me, it looks like that what's happened over the last last 50 years in particular is that the education system has come in and has removed toxic masculinity or what they call toxic masculinity by putting in a zero tolerance system in schools in that um, there's no outlet for, in particular, young men that when they have a disagreement, there's no outlet. It used to be you went behind the school and you duked it out with each other, but there's no outlet for that anymore. You know, and so and so it's what I, I believe that it's wussified guys and that they're they're much more uh, reluctant to to react to things that are that are uh, maybe harming them because they don't want to get in trouble. That's one part of it. But the, the flip side of that is there's another group that hold that in and hold it in and hold it in. It wasn't until we had zero tolerance that we started seeing these school shootings. I you know, we talked about censorship in our uh, the last time you had me on mm-hmm. and how. Uh, I laughed that we knew who the Nazis were until you censored them. Exactly. And now, and now, well, one of the things I've seen with the zero tolerance on bullying is when a, a kid decides to bully, mm-hmm. he takes it to the extreme. They're doing horrible crap because they're like, I'm going to get in trouble anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's right. no longer scrapping on, on the playground and you get, you both get your lumps. Sometimes they become friends. Otherwise right. maybe there's another scrap later in the year, but but You're now doing it's not some horrible shit. And it's not just at school anymore. And the worst ones are mean girls. Oh, mean gosh. girls on social media are the worst. <laughs> and the problem is these mean girls grow up and can destroy your career, your yep. relationship, your yep. you name it, destroy your kids' lives. Oh, my goodness. And then we bring it around full circle in that they've done the exact same thing. They've used the exact same tactics that we've been talking about here. Yes. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. You build your community. You become you. The charismatic the charismatic person is the bully, the one willing to stand up and to, and take charge. They need their minions behind them though for support. Yeah, because that's what really scares the other person is not the one guy or the right. one girl. It's their little friends that are going to gang up on them as well. That's what scares them. And so not only <laughs> not only do the people of Q, the people of uh, the Branch Davidians, the all of these groups use these tactics, but the government themselves uses these tactics. Yes. Oh, very much. Yes. They're using them right now. The FBI just claimed that if you show up and and are, are upset about what your kids are being taught at school, you're a threat. Yeah. And so what does that do to the people? Now think about this, the mentality, and explain this, the mentality of the other person, right? So you've been told you're a potential terrorist, and if you show up and complain, The other person knows you're a potential terrorist on the other side of that dais. How do they utilize that new power that they've just been given if they think that you're a them? 
Well, you know, we talked about people acting in their own interest, right? Well, people also live from their own perception. And when you add that lens onto people's perception, Mm -hmm. it goes from perception to poison real quick. Oh, you want to label me a terrorist? Buddy, I'll show you a terrorist. You know, what? what's a little kid what about, do? That's I'm, I'm talking about the flip side of that, though. I'm talking about the oh. flip side. I'm not talking about the terrorists because they've just labeled us, right? They've just labeled us. There's been no actions. We're talking about showing up at a school board meeting, and, and now you're a potential terrorist. What about the school board member who now realizes wow. that they have a new weapon against you because they've been justified in calling you a terrorist because you're disagreeing with them? To me, and what I have seen happen is they build a bigger, better weapon to, you know, just just like the escalation of bullies, right? Once they have have found that tool that they can harm you with, they seek to grow that tool and get more minions behind them with with so, their tools. So their quest for power is never quenched. I would argue that it's not. Yeah, and it, again, it becomes it's the same part of the brain that is fed by by drugs and alcohol and yeah. you know that addictive mentality yes it feeds that very yeah. same part of the brain and becomes a a horrible cycle of addiction yeah i i think that the the, the addiction to power the addiction to fame or what people perceive as fame um somebody asked me one time they go would you be would you rather be rich or famous rich I can be famous if I'm rich. <laughs> Charles Manson, famous, not rich. <laughs> right. um, my, my point is, is that what we have here is we've got, we've got a group of people who get locked in and don't see that they're locked in. What are some of the signs that you look for as you're delving into something that, oh, wait a minute, this may be something that is a cult or maybe something I shouldn't be getting into. What are the signs that someone can see recognizing themselves before they get too far into it? Um, the biggest one is one that we've d- discussed quite a bit is if if you are discouraged, even slightly from asking questions, red flag, big time. Okay. Um that would be the biggest one. If they're if they're the only source of information, if they have you know one book, one doctrine, one source of truth, mm-hmm. that's a big red flag as well. Um, but but for me, the the biggest the biggest one is: um, Are you allowed to ask questions? Are you allowed to doubt? So beyond the questioning, are you allowed to doubt? And if the answer is remotely no, or if, oh, ask all the questions you want, but you have to get your answers here. Right, right. Now, if you recognize someone is in one of these groups, Mm -hmm. whether it's on the left or on the right or in a religion or whatever, and I'm not anti-religion, I'm a Christian. Yep. Um, but, uh, well, I, there, I, but there are segments of the, I mean, my dad was a minister my entire, I mean, I, I, we grew up in church. Rick Larry, it was amazing to me, even with inside the groups that my, my dad worked within, there were ministers that were dangerous. Yes. Absolutely. They had to yeah. pull them out because they were building their little power groups. See, most people don't understand. I, I've been doing what I've been doing my, my entire life. I've seen this repeated time and time and time again, right? My dad, what he, what my dad did was he was a minister that went into churches that had problems. So the, 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 the minister uh, fooled around with the, the choir leader, male or female, didn't matter. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've seen it all, right? Yeah. Uh, any kind of any kind of sin or any kind of crime that a minister can create with inside a church, I've seen, and my dad would go in and fix those churches and get them back up on their feet again. So I've seen a lot of these tools being utilized throughout the years of how they how they come in and they say certain things. So saying that there's a problem with inside Christianity, let's look at the, the Catholic Church. They they are not without sin themselves. They've got a bunch of, of issues inside that organization. Right. right. So again, you couldn't question. Remember what happened to the people who started questioning what was going on in Boston and, and elsewhere? Yeah. They were the problem, right? Yeah. Why are you outing these men of faith? And it was the men of faith who were defiling these children. Any group that you cannot cannot ask questions about, you've got to be leery. So that yeah. brings us back around to the to the 2020 election. Well, actually, let me let me finish up real quick. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Because I was going to, I was just, I was giving the information. Now, in like I said, with with Christianity, there's good churches, bad churches, all the things. What I wanted to ask her is, if you see someone's in one of these groups and they're caught in that loop, what what exactly? Um, how do you identify that? And how is there any way to actually sort of shake them back into reality? Depends on how far gone they are, first okay. of all. Um, and, and it also depends on who they're supporting, who their friends are. They got, they got the card they're carrying. I, yeah. I remember. Um, but I, I, think, I think it's always appropriate to start having a conversation first. Ask questions back. Um, you know, I- encourage them to question what what they've been told, you know, uh, you're one thing that you're really good about doing is saying, well, have you looked at it this way? Yeah. I'm really good at that. Yeah. (laughs) If, if someone responds to that, you've got your in doesn't mean that they're going to go from zero to 60, you know, in five minutes, but you've got an in to have discourse. If the discourse immediately shuts down and it breaks my heart to say so, I don't think there's any farther that you can go. No, in my experience, you're going to have to deal with a, some level of anger. And it's also... Well, and a lot of times it's anger with you initially, and yeah. then it's anger with themselves for being so stupid to be mm-hmm. duped. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were saying 2020 election. Well, so everything we've talked about, could these same tactics have been used around the 2020 election? You don't have to say whether you believe it was stolen or not. It doesn't matter. But can these same tactics be utilized for people who believe that it was stolen or people who don't believe it was stolen. Can, oh, we, yeah. see, can we see these same tactics being used on both sides to push a narrative? You're the professional. Yes. Yeah, Go for yeah it. absolutely. I, I have seen that narrative pushed and I have, <clears throat> I've also watched that even in the face of, of absolute fact, not, not just you know, truthisms, but absolute fact, you know, I've, I've got black and white, this happened. Mm-hmm. Still an unwillingness to believe because everyone around me is saying I have to believe. I've, I've, I've seen it on both sides from the people who it, it's the most safe and secure and transparent election. Well, you're a blind guy. <laughs> yeah, you're putting a blind eye to them blocking the windows in exactly. Michigan, to them counting without the poll watchers, yeah. um, all the people who are actually going to prison for election fraud. Yep. And then the people who absolutely guarantee that the Dominion machines were downloaded in Germany and uh, a helicopter took it to Italy and Hillary Clinton's in Gitmo because of it. And, and then what you're seeing now is a clone? 
Yeah. That's the, that's the other thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it just, it just keeps going. Yeah. And, and so there's extremes just on every topic and in every group, you're going to have extremes. Well, it was yeah. funny. A few a few weeks ago in a, in a podcast, <laughs> I happened to, we were just talking and everything was going good. And I happened to mention, and then these crazy people with their crystals. <laughs> <laughs> you I see was the, on the wrong just, podcast to say it, evidently. Do you see the meme of the person who glued crystals all over their steering wheel? No. Oh, they turned their air, airbag into a claymore. They they had all their little they had all the little crystals in the middle of their steering wheel and talking about how they oh re, they, they're it's recharging they're recharging as they drive. Oh my god! And it's like I hope you don't hit something, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be embedded with crystals. Well, they'll be on the inside of you. Well, that mm. you know that. And again, it's it's uh, I I don't have any. I shouldn't say I don't have any hard and fast rules um, um, or ideologies. I do. Um, mine are, I'm, I'm, I tend to be libertarian in, in most things. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you do. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't care. Right. Just don't make it impact my life. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to force anything on anybody else, uh, except the things that are true, the things that we know are true and don't try to sell me something otherwise um, and justify it in some way, because I'm not going along with that, that psychosis. And that's, that's where we've, that's where we've gotten. Right, that we 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 have to face the truth that we've got people on the planet right now that think that they're furries. Yeah. You cannot tell them schools are allowing them to put goddamn kitty litter thing in the corner and allowing them to go over there and purr and shit. They're not actually shitting in the kitty box, but allowing them to go to pretend. This is how it goes. This is this mass psychosis. So again, I'll ask one more time. We know how to we know how to we know how to um to identify it. Is there any way to stop it? Is there any, does science have an answer for stopping it? Or is it just something we'll have continually until... To be honest, not that I have found. It It, it depends on the individual's willingness to, to consider other sides. And, and what worries me is that um, with just the continual propagation of division that's going on, um, which is by design, I believe, um, that, you know, just this constant division and unwillingness to even speak with anybody who's remotely uh, different from you in, in ideology in any way. Um, and, and back to the point, you know, the, the things that aren't true become true just because enough people believe it. Um, right. That propagation of the us versus them, um, the separateness, if you will, that division is becoming so, so much of a, a disease that, that, people are completely shutting off their ears. And so if, if an individual is shutting, shutting down the, the ability for discourse. Well, if you don't listen, you have the, you don't have the ability to think. Exactly. Let me, let me ask you this. I've never talked about this with you. Uh, you've seen my TikToks. Um, yes. <laughs> so you're, you're for better or for worse, babe. for better or for worse. You've seen, <laughs> all right. You're saying that there's no, because it's up to the individual. There's no real way. Okay. Um, but is doing it back possibly a way? Like some of my TikToks where I cut on them, where I just really insult their belief deep, but in a witty way, because I'm pointing out, you know, you're, you got some wrong thinking here. If other content creators, and we just pushed this um, sort of message where we were, we we're attacking the group think. 
I, yes, and and I'm realizing I think I came at answering that question wrong in that I I'm, was looking for a global answer, right? You know, just a, a fix because goodness, wouldn't it be nice to just have an off button for the <laughs> bullshit, you know, <laughs> just please, <laughs> you know, um, I, I got, I paid a whole heck of a lot for a master's degree to be told, yeah, you can't fix this shit. Um, so that was disappointing, <laughs> but, but yeah, to your point, I, I really do believe that sometimes, and sometimes it's, it's humor. Sometimes it's, kind of pushing it to the point that even if in that moment it doesn't get through that something does right. you know that there's a seed planted and i may not fix the issue right then but if i planted a seed in three weeks from now i can um you know go back to that person and actually have a conversation where I didn't before, or maybe it's with someone else that they do. And they're just a little bit more open to other ideas, whatever that looks like. I've found when you talk to a person that's in the group, if you're doing one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. and, and you talk to that person, you plant some seeds and that plant starts to grow. They go back to the group and the group ostracizes them so that, and, and you're the devil. Well, so they right. stay away you, you saw it happen. You saw it happening with Trump, right? Yeah. Uh, people would come in and talk to Trump, and then the other side goes, "Oh, regardless of what they were there to talk to him about, what good was going to come out of that? They didn't care. It didn't matter because they went and had a discussion." Yeah, and so allowed, right? And, and so I'm, I'm kind of thinking more of a meta message, and um, sort of like we're doing here on this mm -hmm. on this podcast, we're mm -hmm. sending a meta meta message about what these groups are like and what you got to right. look for. And I think if content creators um, just really got to the foundation and started cracking jokes about the group thinking and that kind of stuff, I think that might be a way to break a bunch of people out because it's well, not going to be a personal see, attack. You're starting to see more and more of that happen, right? And in all things, Bricklayer, um, someone has to be the first to give everybody else the courage to stand up and join because there's got to be one bully. <laughs> yep. Right. Um, and, and that's what that's what you're seeing now happen with um, comedians across the country. They're starting to make fun of the last two years. Mm -hmm. They're starting to make fun of the ridiculousness of the last two years. They're starting to make fun. They couldn't speak about it on social media. So where have they gone? They've gone to the comedy clubs. And that's where you're seeing some of the most cutting edge um, pushback against what we're seeing, not only nationally, but globally. There's they're starting to go after Biden specifically, and they're doing it on SNL now. It's okay yeah. to do it on SNL. So my point is, is that the thing is, it, it always turns at some point. It always turns that 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 the pendulum starts to swing the other way, right? The tables get turned, or in my the way I look at it, karma's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because you, you can't you can only push people so far. Now here's my here's here's what I fear is as far left as we've been pushed over the last 30, 40 years, it's going to go back that far right again. And Roe v. Wade is just the first sign. And it, it, and I, I don't like it going the other way anymore. And I like it going that way. I, I want it in the middle. <laughs> I, 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 I was teaching her a lot about this and you can tell them what I call it. It's the pendulum. Yeah. The pendulum swing. And 
it's always terrifying to see that pendulum go too far to either side. You kind of yep. want it rocking back and forth in the middle. Yep. And so when you have, and, and I'm, I'm going to blame the left on this one. They went so extreme, so fast and got yep. even Obama get in their face and yep. force our values onto them, force our things onto their life. Right. Well, you swung that pendulum so fucking far. We got Trump. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so, um, and then you got rid of Trump, and 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 you push the pendulum again, and now it's it's coming back. And when it comes back, there this time they're saying there's going to be real trouble. That getting it's, it's getting rid, even more fired up. Getting and rid of Trump was pushing the pendulum because that was not was, a legitimate election. No, it was not. So. And, we shall see what happens. Uh, we shall see what happens next. Well, Mrs. Bricklayer, I appreciate you coming on here and getting grilled. Hope yeah. you, you, you were your <laughs> guest. You, you stuck there with it. Didn't stomp off. Um, and Bricklayer, as always, I appreciate your insights and so on. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me. Yes, we love thanks you. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. That is the Kramer Says Podcast. My name is Kramer. We will be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSez.com.